Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! It's preseason. Bulls have played a basketball game. Now, that doesn't mean much, but it's preseason. First preseason game is in the books. An interesting quote from Billy Donovan I want to get into today as well. And we're going to talk more about the point guard situation with who better to talk about the point guard situation with, right? Then, CJ, welcome into <laughs> Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by Benaline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. With me, as always, is the aforementioned former Bulls bench mobber and Tennessee Vol CJ Watson. CJ, first preseason game in the books. We're getting closer and closer to, like, actual games. We're almost there, man. Yeah, it's getting fun. Exciting times. Uh, you know, preseason game down number one, like you said, and just try to get ready for the season opener. That's the game I care about most. I I said this last year at this time. I don't care about the preseason unless, yeah. it's, like, <laughs> lo- unless it's laughably bad. I really don't care. Like, they could play – they could set records, and it's, like, it's preseason. There's a right. lot of things to take away, though, I think, at least from something Billy Donovan said post-game. We're going to dive into it after. Tell you about our great friends, betonline.ag. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on stats, news, and odds from week, I think we're in what, week six for NFL, week seven for college football, all the way to the CFP and the Super Bowl. BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. The Bears won a game this week. Can you believe it? They got their first win of the year. Their win total is at five at BetOnline. If you think they're going to win five games, they got an opportunity to. You can bet on that. Also, the Blackhawks play hockey this week. Can you believe it? Blackhawks hockey is back. Connor Bedard, the headliner, minus 140. He is the heavy, heavy favorite to win the Calder Trophy over at BetOnline. What are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Hockey fan Nick, all the way back. I can't wait to start watching mm-hmm. hockey again. Don't forget, too, we have an official t-shirt of our show. Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com. A lot of great stuff there to support all the shows on the network. The official shirt for our program, though, Jordan Pippen, 98 the last stand shop.believe.com. Links in my social media bios. Thank you for checking us out wherever you're taking us in. If you're listening on the audio stream, watching on YouTube, Bubo TV, Cumulus Media, wherever you're taking us in, we are grateful you joined the party. Bulls have a preseason game in the books. They lost to the Bucks 105 to 102. The sky is not falling. It's a preseason game. <laughs> the starters only played one half. Am I ta- am I minimizing preseason too much, CJ, or is this about what it is? Uh, it just is what it is. These guys get out there trying to find the rhythm, trying to find, you know, get in shape also. Um, 
as a player, I hated I hated playing preseason games. I just wanted to really just get to the first game of the season. Uh, but you know, you gotta uh, play preseason games, so get a get the feel for the offense, new coaches, stuff like that, new teammates. But um, like I said, I didn't even watch the game, so I couldn't even tell you what happened in the game. So I'm just glad they got out there. Everyone, you know, came out healthy, and uh, you know, on to the next one. Like putting the first preseason game on my NFL Sunday, and I just subscribed to Red Zone this week. That's my first week with Red Zone. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm I'm gonna spend some time with Scott Hansen. Like I'm, yeah. I I didn't watch I didn't watch it. I was, I caught some highlights. I saw the banter on Twitter. I looked at the box score, and there's I mean the most notable thing for me, they took 35 threes. They averaged 29 a game last year. They actually took more threes than the Bucks did. They went 13 for 35. I mean that's respectable yeah. after last year's struggles. I mean that's really that's really my only takeaway is that the offense. From what I saw, they were playing the more with a faster pace too. It seemed like the spacing was getting a little better. Obviously, your personnel is a little different right now yeah. than it will be in a couple of weeks. But I mean, if there the fact that there were noticeable differences preseason, be damned, that's a good sign. It shows that they made adjustments. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the biggest thing of preseason: trying to get your system down intact, uh, getting guys some minutes, uh, working some uh, some lineups that you know you might not maybe see in the season, but you want to try it out now just to see how it works out. Um, I think that's what Coach Donovan will probably do. Um, and then just getting your starters some some uh, some minutes, uh, get them uh, some some energy going through, and then also get your bench players to see what they got, see what players worked on in the summer, um, and and just really just putting in your uh, your philosophy on your team. And I think that's what he's going to do. And hopefully, you know, the Bulls can uh, start off fast. Zach, DeMar, and Vooch all played 17 minutes. They only played the first half. That was by design. You're not going to play your starters the entire game in the preseason. Yeah. You just you don't do that in any sport, like except maybe the NFL, the dress rehearsal, and even then you play a first half. Like yeah. this is all about, like you said, get your legs under you. Maybe get a look at some of these new guys because you've got some new faces. Javon Carter, Tory Craig in particular, eight point seven points respectively. I owe eight points off the bench. Uh, Patrick Williams and Kobe White are the only ones to play more than twenty minutes in this game. They took ninety nine shots, thirty five threes. Like they took more shots than the Bucks did, so I, I mean, I, like I said, twenty-four assists, thirty-nine made field goals. Not much really to take away from the box score, which is that's a good thing. If we're reading too yeah, much yeah. into a preseason game, if there's something that worries you about a preseason game, that's not a good sign. I'm fine with just a preseason game. What's next? Type of attitude. Yeah, that's how it is. Like I said, as a player, I just I was just ready to get through the game. Uh, you know, cheer my teammates on and. Uh, just stay healthy and just go on to the next one. <laughs> Staying healthy is the big thing. Yeah. And I, I think it, nobody got hurt too. Like this is a, okay, first one's in the books. What's uh, my attitude? It's the West Wing quote. What's next? And it's just yeah. what, what's next? What's ahead of you? And, you know, the point card situation is going to be the big thing to talk about. But the most interesting thing to come out of this game was after the game. Post-game press conference. Billy Donovan had an interesting quote. This is courtesy of Will Gottlieb at CHGO. We know if it's going to be DeMar and Zach and Vooch, as well as they shoot the ball, it's still the 24th best offense. It's not when they shoot the ball. When they shoot the ball, they're elite at it. It's what are we doing away from the ball to create space, create opportunities. He acknowledged the issue there, and that was my big thing at Media yeah. Day. The fact that he's acknowledging these things, I said it before we started recording. Hoiberg wouldn't have acknowledged it. He just said changes need to be made. Jimbo right. would have liked their spirit and he would have talked about how they're like high and he loves their energy. It's a high spirits and great group. He wouldn't have talked about anything on the floor. Yeah. The fact that Billy Donovan's telling you and just he's acknowledging the issue publicly about spacing the floor. I mentioned this last week. 
those conversations are happening behind closed doors. We know that. Right. But saying it to the media, just, okay, they can go prove it. And I think they, based on the box score, based on what I saw, they're proving it. Yeah, I think so. And I think everyone on the team knows it's obviously Booch, Damar, and Zach. And after that, what are you going to get from the others, as Shaq would call it, you know? Uh, so, you know, Alex Caruso has to step up. Io has to step up. Um, uh, White has to step up. Uh, Patrick Williams has to step up um, and have a breakout year like I hope he has. Um, so all these other players has to do and have career nights, I feel like, you know, at least some nights uh, for them to be successful and win. So I think, uh, like I said, everyone knows that those big three are going to get the bulk of the shots. So what are they, what are they going to do on the other side of the action? Uh, are they going to space the floor, cut, all that kind of stuff? So hopefully they can figure that out and, uh, you know, be successful at it. Like those, the big three can't play 40 minutes a game. Not, right. They can to start, but that's not sustainable. They're going to wear it down. Yeah. You need guys like <clears throat> Patrick Williams is someone you and I have both been high on. You've been predicting a breakout year now for some time. I think he's in for that too. He had a big night in the preseason game. Kobe White looks like he got the start point guard to start. He looked yeah. good. Iota Sumu could probably take a leap this year as well. Caruso needs to find that jump shot again because last year that was not Berto, great yeah. from a shooting standpoint. <laughs> The Brutal. defense is there, but the yeah. shooting, like, I mean, I'd go on with the guys from the charity stripe and they'd always ask, what's your NBA player comp? I'm like 2023 Alex Caruso. When I play I'm all defense, no offense. I can't, I have no, I have no jumper, but I'm going right. to lock you down. Cause that's all I can do. Yeah. Like that Quite was hard. Caruso last year. Exactly. I, I feel like Tibbs would like, I don't know. Right. Yeah, for sure. You'll <laughs> yeah. definitely be one of Tibbs' favorite. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't shoot, but Hey, I can play defense like Caruso. If he can find that jump shot, flip that switch, that'd be good too. And Kobe White let 14 points, team high. Patrick Williams right behind him at 13. This is a type of game. Okay, cool. You've shown you can do it. Do it again. Do it in the regular season. That's my yeah. approach with anything in sports, really, with young players. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just think they all have to have the mindset of just being ultra aggressive every night. You know, if they're aggressive every night, you know, I'll, I'll take that uh, win or lose. And uh, I think them being ultra aggressive will help the big three also. It'll help take pressure off them. Um, and when those guys are making shots, you know, and the, uh, others can can knock down open shots, open threes, uh, get in transition, get to the free throw line. Um, I think that's the big thing too, just getting to the free throw line, you know, just helping that confidence and and slowing the game down also. It feels like, I know it's, a, it's one preseason <clears throat> game. This already feels different than last year in terms of the pace, the spacing's been better. The fact that Billy's talking about the spacing this time instead of just the need for other guys to step up. Tory Craig, Devon Carter at uh, Carter at eight points. Craig had seven points. That's again, they're veterans. It's preseason. They're not yeah. going to fill the stat sheet. They're not going right. to play 30 minutes. Like I think they right. played what, what, how many did they play? Carter played 16. Craig played 19 minutes. Like cool. They're veteran guys. The fact that they seem to be fitting in well to the system though, that's a good sign going into these last couple preseason games. Yeah, I think so. I think that once they find their groove, like you said, they're veteran players. They know what to do. Um, they'll come in and, and play their roles and uh, be be perfect at their roles. And I think that's all they need to do um, throughout the throughout the season. I think the the rest of the team just has to. This is the year they have to really get it done. I think, especially with this big three, if they don't get it done this year, I think they probably uh, move a couple of them or one of them. So uh, I'm not sure, you know, which one that is. But I think this is the year they have to prove it and and really say, hey, this this big three can work, and uh, they got to figure it out in some way. Well, that was a quote I saw from Jamal Collier at ESPN. It's a proving mm -hmm. year. Like, you yeah. got to prove it. And we talked about it last week. Your window at the latest is the trade deadline in February. If yeah. it, before that, if, this, if the wheels are coming off the bus, someone's yeah. getting moved. It's time and to I, sell it. <laughs> I would like to avoid a full rebuild. Just, yeah. 
it made sense. The reason I was all for it before, like, you know, AK came in, signed Lonzo. I don't know how that situation went, but he signed Lonzo. He signed DeMar. The reason I was for it then is just because the roster just wasn't good. Yeah. You've got guys on this roster that can play. Like, I think Zach's a good young player. Patrick Williams, if he breaks out, you're looking at someone you can build around. You've got guys. You just need to fill the roster in. I'd like to avoid a full rebuild in one of the biggest markets in the country. That's just kind of, unless the reality is there and it's not a situation. I know you can maximize a bunch of draft draft capital with what you've right. got now. You're in market three. Spend the yeah. damn money. Like, and yeah. I know you have it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do. You know, you get you want to win. You got to spend the money, and uh, that's what most of the, the successful teams do. They spend the money and they get good players, and they fill holes that need to be filled and uh, do it the right way. And I think that's just what the Bulls got to do. They got to make smart decisions, smart choices, and uh, not overspend, but you just do it to the best of your ability and uh, make the right moves. Yeah, you don't want to overspend. Don't spend yeah. for the sake of spending. And the, the last name of the president is Reinsdorf. He's not going to overspend. <laughs> we know <Right>. that. <laughs> we know that. It's just now you've got to find the right guys. And I, th- I think Tory Craig, getting him on the vet minimum was just a freaking steal. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get a couple million somewhere else. Like, that's yeah. that's a good thing. I think Javon Carter is the type of player who can come in and kind of, I said it before, he's different from Patrick Beverly, but he's similar to Patrick Beverly. Like, he's got yeah. that attitude of, I'm mm-hmm. going to play my game, I'm going to kick your ass, and I'm going to yeah. let you know about it. Like, yeah. that's that's what I like. And I think that that mentality can translate to, uh, Zach Levine needs to have that killer mentality. Patrick Williams needs to have the confidence and killer mentality. Yeah, you know Demar has it. It's a matter of everyone. If that can rub off on everyone else, all in all, here you've got some good signs, and that's what you want to see so far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, De- Javon Carl definitely has that dog in him, that dog mentality. So, like you said, if that rubs off on other players, especially the younger players, if they can develop that mindset and uh, do it in overnight and uh, being consistent with it. I think that's going to help the the whole team in, in general. And it's going to start with the point guard position. It's going to be by committee during training camp to figure out who the starting point guard is going to be. That was, if they had Lonzo and I, let's not even say Lonzo, if they had a yeah. true point guard last year, who could facilitate and just kind of tie everything together. That team's a lot different. So point yeah. guard, I think is the most important position on the floor, especially this year. It's likely going to be one of Kobe white, Iota Sumu or Javon Carter. You mentioned last week, and I want to make sure I got this right. You said, I, you want Io to start at point guard. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. Why why do you say that? I want to expand on that a little bit. I just think he's a your point guard of the foreseeable future. Um, I think uh you want to definitely, you know, have his confidence uh kind of high uh going into the, the beginning of the season. And uh, like I said, I just think he's a point guard of the future until Lonzo comes back when he comes back. Um and uh, like I said, it's gonna be point guard by committee. I think definitely Kobe White can help out. I think you put Zach there a little bit, uh maybe throughout the season. Uh, but to start, I would just start out with uh, Io and and have him continue to develop, but uh, also help him, you know, I think he's more of a, a driver, uh, kind of maybe slasher, gets the basket and can maybe open things up for for Zach and Demar a little bit. But uh, he has to work on his three-point shot also. So he's going to get a lot of open looks, and it uh, definitely has to take him. Uh, you know, you don't want him taking bad shots or just taking shots just to, or threes just to, just to take him. I, I tried to hide it, but I don't want point guard Zach. I don't like <laughs> – I, 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 want, I don't want point guard Zach. I yeah. <laughs> want, I want Zach, catch, shoot. Yeah, that's, that's that's what Pat Bev wanted him to do too. Your job, if you're number eight, to catch it, shoot it. Like, yeah, I don't I don't want point guard eight. Like I I want I like Kobe. I want Io. I want Javon Carter. I want it. Lonzo wants to come back. It won't be this year. I want Lonzo to come back and fill that spot. I, I 
the last person I want in the point guard spot is Zach. Well, maybe maybe Demar, but I, I don't want point guard eight. I, maybe yeah, I, I, I think it's more of a you know his uh, growing his game also maybe as a you know as a sure. as a superstar that he thinks he is. Uh, that, that's the way you can grow your game. Um, just trying to be more aggressive getting to the basket, but also just finding others. Also, it's not always about him just scoring. If he can uh, demand a lot of attention and find open shooters, find cutters, uh, I think that's going to help his game also just translate to the next level. So I think him playing point guard could help this team. Um, like I said, especially when you don't really have a true point guard out there. If uh, he's a star player on this team and he can command double teams, why not put him at the at the point and let him make decisions? And hopefully those are the, the right decisions <laughs> and uh, can right. help the team. So, but like I said, I, I understand your your uh, reasoning not to, but I, I just think just for him to take that next leap, he has to go to play in that point guard position and uh, just trying to open up his game and, and making it easier for other players also. Now, if he wants to make the extra pass, that's fine. <laughs> like if the shot's not there, if he, he gets the extra pass, defender's there, kick it out, make one more, yeah. get an assist. Like I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to be everyone joked about Kobe. Kobe would cut, could be Kobe's show, even though he had great assist numbers. Like it, I don't want that. I don't want a ball hog, but yeah, yeah. I don't want mm-hmm. him to be running the show. Like I it, play off the ball, but if you can make the extra pass, make the extra pass, like be smart about it. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of like, I think you can kind of, I think there's a happy medium there between point guard Zach and, off the ball shooting guard Zach, but also can just has that ability to find the open guy. And that's where I think a true point guard can come in and kind of, like I said, it, I, I make this analogy. It's, it's the big Lebowski, the rug ties the room together. The yeah. point guard, you get some, you have someone to tie the room together and make this thing flow. Yeah, for sure. I definitely like the, definitely Zach has to have a, like a happy medium. Like you said, um, I think starting off the ball would be definitely good when he's making shots, when he's making plays, you know, then you kind of move him to the one to, Maybe he's demanding a lot of attention where he can find other players and uh, just take the pressure off everyone else. So um, I think, like I said, this is going to be a point guard by committee. Um, they're going to hopefully Coach Donovan will have a system where that's easy for uh, flowable and really don't really need a point guard. You just, just whoever has the ball, you know, just just goes and makes plays. And I think that's what this team needs. And I think a guy like Carter can come in and he can he can slow things down. Maybe I feel like sometimes last year they got into too much. Uh, they try to rush it. Like yeah. they'd fall into the rhythm of whatever the, whatever the other team was doing and they'd try and right. just rush and you make stupid mistakes. I think you just yeah. need a calming presence. You need someone who can, you know, play the quarterback role to mix sports references. I hate doing that, but it's what people call it. You need someone who can just kind of calm things down, take it slow and then set the offense up. And that's why. So if the idea of Javon Carter off the bench is interesting to me because you can have him lead that second unit and i think you can move kobe to the two guard spot but he can also yeah. play the point like i i don't know who i prefer but i don't mind yeah. playing kobe at the one or the two with where his game's at right now yeah i mean and he shoots the ball from three really well so i mean helping right. him with that starting unit uh just makes that starting unit even even more uh better because you can't double team off of him or anything like that so like i said i like all the great options that they have but with the options to play different lineups and stuff like that so I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see how Coach Donovan, you know, makes a decision on who the point guard is going to be and who's going to be the who's going to be coming off the bench. But I definitely like Carter off the bench. His energy is uh, infectious and uh, he just brings so much you know, uh, detail and uh, dog mentality to that to that lineup. Like I think the idea even of Carter and Craig as your second unit. Like I don't want to use the line change analogy. Like Cal yeah. used to do that at Kentucky where he'd bring five in, five out. Like <laughs> you're not that deep. Like that, yeah, yeah. that you can't do. But if you have Carter, if you have Carter and Craig come off the bench, they can provide that 
that vet presence and again, calm things down and maybe help these young guys kind of settle in. Cause this is still a young group. Yeah. I think, I think that would work too. Like it's kind of a twofold thing there. Like, I don't, I don't think Javon Carter, it, if they make the decision again, you got to get through the preseason. If there's one guy I'm probably not going to pick to start, it's Javon Carter. Cause I want him leading that yeah, second yeah. unit with him and Caruso and that second unit, the energy is going to be off the wall. Oh yeah, for sure. And they're going to be, they're going to lock people down. They're going to stop people. And uh, that second unit is going to be built on defense, especially with Drummond coming into uh, rebounding, uh, setting picks, uh, blocking shots. Uh, it's just going to be who's going to, who they're going to play the offense through. So I think that, that's when you can kind of like stagger Zach and DeMar's minutes and maybe have one of them play with that second unit so they can have a score out there uh, to really, you know, uh, run that second unit. Well, and I've got it kind of written down here. If you were to pick like five and five for arguments, yeah, say, yeah. your second five, Carter, White, Caruso, Craig, Drummond. I don't mind that. If you right, had yeah. to go with that lineup, like if you want to take, if you want to give all your starters a rest, that's a good group to throw out because you got Carter to facilitate, Kobe to shoot, Caruso to play defense. You got double the defense, by the way, with Carter. Yeah. I don't mind Craig at the four and Drummond is just a rebounding machine. Like, yeah, I, think, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good, you've got a good mix here and you can sprinkle in if you keep a starter out there at all times with that group. Like I think DeMar and Tory Craig would work well together. Yeah. I think if you put Kobe at the, if you keep Kobe at the one and have Zach, DeMar, and Booch out there as well, Kobe's worked on his ball handling and his passing. To the point where he can run the point if you need. Yeah. You don't. I don't think your point guard could play. Your point guard could have the fewest minutes in terms of starters because you could have oh, these yeah. guys like a rotating thing. But that's not a that's not a bad thing though, right? From point yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, like you said, it's going to be point guard by committee anyway. So uh, I don't think one person is going to get the blunt of the blunt of uh, all the, the the workload or stuff like that. So it's definitely going to be a three man, maybe rotation uh, and just those guys just trying to figure it out and, and doing the best they can to help the team. And definitely some people are going to have to sacrifice. And I think that's the biggest thing uh, for the, the, the success of the team for one of them to sacrifice and be able to do whatever is need to be done that night. As a balance, like you've got yeah, to find yeah. a balance from the point guard position. Like no matter if you're coming off the bench, if you're starting, like you've just got to be ready to do the job, right? Because I mean, you've done yeah, both. Yeah. You started, you came off the bench. Like, it, yeah. Is, is there a mentality flip there, or is it just kind of a you're ready to run the offense? Uh, you just got to be ready. Uh, you know, when your number's called, just be ready. Uh, next man up. I know people said it all the time. It's kind of cliche, but <laughs> uh, it's really the truth. And uh, my my mentality never really changed. I just wanted to go out there and be the best I could. Uh, obviously, some nights I didn't really need to score. Some nights I need to score more. So it just whatever the flow of the game was. And I just kind of just took advantage of that every night. And that's the thing for these young guys like Io and Kobe. The flow of the game is important. Yeah. But don't get caught playing the other team's game. Right, if, you yeah. play, if you play a team that plays fast, you're going to want to play fast. Sometimes you need to take a breath and you don't want to use a timeout. Take a breath, let the play set up and go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Always just play your play your game, play your system, whatever that coach's system is, and kind of just go from there. Uh, like you said, never let another team rush you or speed you up. Uh, just play at your own pace um, and just be the best you can out there. I think that's just the biggest thing for young players is to always uh, just have that mindset, never, never speed up the game. Right. And I know we talk about pace and space, but don't get too fast because you that's yeah, when yeah. you start. That's when you make dumb turnovers and it goes and it goes the other way that's when you you know you get too caught up in stuff and things go bad quickly so next preseason yeah. game it's against the nuggets it's like they got two straight preseason games against the nuggets that you're going against the champions 
<laughs> I say again, it's preseason. Just don't. Yeah. As long as it's watchable and there's nothing outrageously bad and everyone stays healthy, I, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, me, <laughs> yeah, me neither. I actually saw Coach Malone uh, last week at a uh, USA training for our daughters uh, for volleyball. So uh, definitely wished him uh, congrats, and uh, he, I think he's still riding high on his uh, his win. He's walking around like he owns the place. <laughs> Can you blame him? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I mean, if you, get, you get the ring, you talk your talk. Like I don't. Right. Yeah. You got you got a he's ring to back it up. Yeah, he's definitely doing that, and I think the Lakers uh, <laughs> are definitely going to. Uh, play hard every every game against the Nuggets from all the you know the the back talk he's been he's been giving them. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be an interesting dynamic when he and LeBron go <laughs> when he when he goes up against the Lakers and yeah I don't know they were talking about that on uh, was it NBA Today last week they were talking about when Michael Malone goes against the Lakers and I'm like ah, yeah gonna find a way to watch that game yeah yeah for sure yeah it's gonna be a lot of trash talking about that one. <laughs> And that's the thing too with preseason. It's a preseason game. You're not going to have any of that stuff. It's like, okay, we're yeah. going to go try and get better. I know you're uh, in the regular season too. You'll hear coaches say, we're just trying to get better every night. Right. That's actually true in the preseason. Your goal is to yeah, just yeah. get better and get used to things. And if you're changing the offense like they are, and it seems like you're, you, you're running a new offense is what you're yeah. doing. And that's right, fine. Yeah. We all last year, we wanted the offense to change. I'm glad it took them an off season to figure it out. Right. But <laughs> Now, I mean, I've got the story up here from Jamal where the quote from, I think it's DeMar, this is the year we prove it. Yeah, You've got to go out there, do it, and show you're not ready to sell. You're not ready to burn this thing down because people wanted it burned down last year, and I I didn't like that last year. Like, that was not yeah, – yeah. you got a guy in a max contract. You're not burning this thing down. Right, yeah. And the time is now, like you said, and uh, I think they know it. The pressure is on them, so – they know they got to step it up and uh, figure out figure a way to make this thing work with this big three and uh, kind of just you know go from there. Yeah, the big it's the big three, but you need Patrick Williams. You need yeah. Kobe White. You need I would assume you need someone. To, yeah. You need some. You're not gonna be. I don't want someone to be Ringo necessarily. Like you're not gonna be the fourth guy. You just need someone who's gonna perform and do their job and help you win games. Like yeah. you don't. I don't, I don't want to make it the Beatles analogy of you've got your three and there's the fourth. Like you just need some, it's a different guy every night. That's fine. Yeah. As long as your big three are consistent and you get production from the rest of the group, that's fine with me. And then you can be in the mix, but you got to be at a high level though. Cause the East is tough. Yeah. The NBA is tough in general. So it's going to be, uh, you know, tough every night. Uh, just like Tibbs always used to say, uh, guys don't understand how hard it is to win in this league, and it's it's really hard. So you got to go out there and and work hard every night, and just be consistent is the main thing. If you can be consistent, that that'll get you half the battle right there. Right, consistency is the name of the game. That was their problem last year. They were too inconsistent. If you're spacing the floor, good things happen. I mean, you're playing a modern game. Yeah. I'm glad it. I'm glad it took them to come around to basketball in 2023, three years into this thing. But hey, better late right. than never. If they if they go yeah. make the playoffs, that's fine. Like you, that's yeah. It's better late than never then, because if you can keep this thing together, you got something going and then you can finally get the decision I'm dreading on DeMar, <laughs> whether you pay him <laughs> or let him walk. But either way, preseason's going on. You got a couple more games coming up here. If you're really wanting to watch some basketball, Thursday, 7 p.m. Central, Sunday, 8 p.m. Central, you got the Nuggets. It's a home and home. So they're back at the United Center on Thursday. That's going to be great. Like I said, I'm not looking for much. Opening night is October 25th. That one I'm locked in on, and that's when we'll be back to twice a week too. Like that's gonna be fun having actual meaningful 
basketball to talk about. Right. <laughs> in the meantime, don't get hurt and be watchable is the big thing. Going to tie the bow on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use our promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus. If you bet on preseason basketball, we need to have a conversation. And mm-hmm. also buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98 The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, another great show, my friend. We are going to be back here next week. Hopefully, we're talking about more good things. Yeah, yeah always. Let's go Bulls. <laughs> Even in the preseason. Yep. <laughs> See everybody then. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.